All right, man. Welcome to the 290 Mo Podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could, introduce yourself to my viewers and listeners. Man, you got Mr. Rich Bound on location, the CEO of Rich Bound Entertainment. I'm here, goddammit. Got this new single finna drop September the 22nd. So, you know, I had to slide on 290 Mo one time. Let him know what's cracking with me. For sure, for sure. Appreciate that, man. So, uh, I kind of like to get to know, you know what I'm saying, who I'm sitting down with, you know what I'm saying. You know, got the couch, you taking, getting medicated, you know what I'm saying. So, we just going to have a conversation. Definitely. So, definitely. if you mad, what I want to start with you, bro, what I want to know is, Mr. Richbound, can you expand on that? How you, how you how you come up with that? Oh, you know, we got the Richbound Entertainment Movement, you know what I'm saying. That's an entertainment company me and my brother started together. And since I'm the CEO, you know, I just like to put emphasis on it. So I named myself Mr. Richbound, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of people know me as King James. I ain't even really introduced the world to that. You know what I'm saying? That's like my alter ego. You know what I'm saying? You know how Beyonce got Sasha Fierce. Mm -hmm. I got Kane James in a tuck. I ain't even told nobody mm -hmm. about yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For sure, for sure. All right, man. So still sticking at the top, man. Where you from? Where you grew up? Man, you know, I'm from here, man. Chi-Town, Southside. Grew up on 57 RT. Mm -hmm. and, and how was it growing up for you? Was it, you know what I'm saying? Did you live a pretty normal childhood? Did you have some things going on? If you could, is that some stuff you could talk about? Oh man, normal. Uh, I guess it probably was normal as far as Chicago is concerned. Probably ain't normal sure. for everybody else in the world, you know what That's... I'm saying? But unfortunately, it was kind of normal for me though, you know what I'm saying? My pops died when I was like five years old. Not when I was like, but when I was five years mm -hmm. old, my pops got killed. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was like the turning point in my life, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that put me in a whole nother zone. So, like, I literally turned into a killer that day. Mm -hmm. The day Pops died, the day we buried him, I turned into a stone cold killer, Joe. Mm -hmm. And and so so coming up, you know what I'm saying? What 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 was you into? Was it sports? Was it the streets? You know what I'm saying? As a shorty, what what was your what was your passion? I was really into the basketball, real tough. You know what I'm saying? Like that would have been the only thing that saved me from the streets. Like if I would have stuck to the hoop, and I would have been super duper nice. Like if I would have been able to elevate go up from level to level, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because unfortunately, I went to prison when I was 14 years old, mm -hmm. fresh out of eighth grade. So I ain't never even go to high school, let alone college, you know what I'm saying? If I'd have been able to level up, go to high school, learn how to play on that level, go to college, learn how to play on that level, like I'd have been unstoppable, bro. Mm -hmm. But I chose the streets over that, you know what I'm saying? The streets was calling my name, my daddy blood was running through me. I was already mad. Pops was gone. He got up out that jam on me when I was five years old. I felt like I had to get plenty get back. So, you know, it was ugly for me coming up, Joe. It was rough, Joe. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of prison time, Joe, a whole lot, like 19 years total. Wow, 19. Man, what was you doing as an eighth grader, man, to, to be sent to prison, man? Like, what, what type of stuff was you into? Was it the drugs? Was you man, sticking up? Is that something you could talk about? I was... Hell yeah, I can talk about it because I done already did the time already. I ain't like, goddamn it, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the shit I did, I ain't did the time for. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Right, for sure. Got away with a whole lot of shit, you feel me? For sure. It's a real fortunate that I'm on location right now, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But as far as the shit that I did get caught for and go to prison for, I had armed robbery, attempt murder, had drug cases, gun cases. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole list of things. But that first case I caught when I was 14, I went to prison for. I actually got 65 years 
They charged me as an adult when I was 14, oh. Charged me as an adult when I was 14, gave me 65 years. And I got it dropped down to 28 years. You know what I'm saying? I had to do some some fouling. Then they was like, man, the judge did me unjust because of my age. He shouldn't have gave me so much time. So I got it dropped down to 20 years, eight years in, 20 years out. You know what I mean? So I did six and a half years that first time off my eight. So I came home when I was 20 years old. You know what I'm saying? Man, so that, that's basically like juvenile life, right? Well, I mean, man. One more year. One so, more year would have been juvenile life for me. So what, how much time was it between from them telling you, you know what I'm saying, the 65 to you, you know what I'm saying, finding out the loopholes and shit and getting it knocked down? Like, how much, how, how long did you have to I sit on that? I was for probably like two and a half years before I got it dropped down to 28. So for like two years, I was in there with 65 years. So was you looking at that? Was it looking at like, man, I'm gonna get back to the world? You like that's life. Like, how was you? How was you coping with that? Or was you just like, I'm fighting? Like this can't be right. Like, no, really though, I knew I had a chance to get it dropped down because it was extensive. But at the same time, I was so young and so ignorant that I ain't even really fully understand the capacity of what was going on in my life. Like, I ain't even know that, man. If you don't get back, because it is a possibility that you don't. If you don't get back, this it right here, nigga. You mm. know what I'm saying? You finna be sitting in this motherfucker forever. Like, I ain't even realized that, yo. Man, that's crazy, man. Talk to me about your support system through that time, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you hear about people not having nobody, you know what I'm saying, to bond them out for 500, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, when when, you, when the people got the, when, when your people got the news, you know what I'm saying, you, you got 65, you know what I'm saying? How, what was your support like throughout that time? Oh, well, my support system was awesome, Joe. Like, really, to be honest, like, my support system always been awesome. Like, I really never shouldn't have been in the situations that I was in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when a lot of people look at the type of support that I got, like, you don't see people go through the things that I went through in my life with the type of family that I got. You know what I'm saying? Like, normally people's story be, my mama was on crack. We ain't had no food in the house. We ain't had no clean shoes. I had to do this and that to help pay the bills. Like, that ain't my story. Like, my mama ain't do no crack. My mama wasn't no alcoholic. My mama kept clean shoes and clean clothes on me and my brother backs. Like, we all was good, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. you know, my story different, Joe. I just chose what I chose, mm -hmm. to be honest, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my support system throughout that whole time was solid. Like, my OG, my whole family, my little brother. You know what I'm saying? Bro always kept bread on the phone so I can call. You know what I'm saying? While I was locked up, he was stumping the yard, going crazy in the stool. Mm. So, you know, the support system was always there for me. So I ain't never feel alone when I was in there. For sure. For sure. I can definitely relate, man. I definitely got like a similar situation, a strong support system. Pops dad early. Yeah. But, you know, I still had to walk outside to a jungle. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So, you know, definitely relate to that. At that time, man, coming up, what role was music playing in your life, man? And what was you listening to, like, coming up, man? Well, music played, like, a significant role for me, especially when I was in prison. That was my therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, me writing songs and writing poems and short stories and starting scripts. Those was things that got me through all my bits. Even the I first mean, one? That very first one? Even the first one. Like, even though I ain't understand then, like, what it was that I was getting into. Mm -hmm. But I knew that the writing was getting me through. And more, in the first one, I was writing more poetry than raps. 
know what I'm saying? Like, that's why even if you listen to my music right now, it sounds poetic. I still consider myself a poet. I try to keep that in my music, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, in my first bits, I was writing more poems. I wrote some raps too then, but more poetry though. Know, but I definitely use the writing to get through them times for sure. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's dope. Did did battle rap ever was a was that ever an element to your to to what you do being you know what I'm saying locked up you know what I'm saying I know that that's in the in the jails is that something that you participated in or you just stuck to <coughs> songwriting? No, I never ever 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 never ever in battle rapping. Never like, ever with all the, the only jails time or? I ever participated in battle rapping was betting. Like my little brother, he smashed shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he used to smash shit. Like I used to take rolls out my pocket. And throw it on the ground and tell anybody that want to battle. Like, I don't care what you got in your pocket. I just threw two, three thousand dollars on the ground. If you got ten dollars in your pocket, you can put it up today. I bet you my little brother thrash your ass. That's the only time I ever participated in battling. Mm. That's it. That's shocking. That's surprising. I won't expect you to say that just after mentioning all the time you spent, you know what I'm saying? I know yeah. there's something that go down in there. So <clears throat> while you coming up. You know what I'm saying? Even though you're doing time going through what you're going through, did you have, what was your aspirations? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I know, you know what I'm saying? You had a date, you know what I'm saying? What was your aspirations for when you touched? You know what I'm saying? Did you have any plans, any goals? Man, my first bit when I came home, my goal was only to get rich doing the same shit that sent me to prison. That was my only goal. Like, you felt like you got better at it? Well, I did six and a half years. I'm, I'm finna go home. I'm finna be decent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I ain't account for a whole lot of shit, though. And it ain't go as I thought it would go. Mm-hmm. Not even a little bit. I was right back in the joint after 15 months, doing another 18 months. After that 18 months, I came home thinking I was still smarter than I was the last time and was only home for seven months this time. And was gone for 11 more years. Damn. I came home after that. Like, yeah, you know what? I'm cool on that shit. That shit right there, I'm good on that. I'm good on that, y'all. I ain't participating in no foolery no more. So you home seven and a half months. And the next time you locked up, you, you, seven months seven months later, then you locked up for 11 years. 11 years, y'all. And... and did you did you go to trial on that case? Was that you know? Did you? Or so did you take I paid. A plea? I paid my lawyer ten thousand dollars just to get me a ten year sentence. It wasn't no way that I was gonna beat the case. I wasn't gonna beat the case, but I paid him ten thousand dollars. Like Joe, get me ten years. That was the lowest I can get. Get me that. I gave him ten G's for that, Joe. I got ten years. Doing bits like that, how, how, how do you do time like that? How do you do time like that? I mean, a lot of motherfuckers can't. A lot of motherfuckers can't. And a lot of motherfuckers don't get through that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen a lot of motherfuckers take they self out in there. I've seen a lot of motherfuckers go so crazy they make them people take them out. Like, a lot of motherfuckers don't get through that shit, Joe. Mm-hmm. But then you got then you got... The fruit people like me that just ain't going. Like, I ain't going, Joe. Like, okay, I'm in here. I got to stand here for as long as I got to stand here. But I got to get back, Joe. Mm. I got to get back. It ain't no ain't no in-between. You know what I'm saying? 
So with me, it wasn't no room to go crazy. It wasn't no room to be feeling depressed. It wasn't no room for none of that shit. I got to get back. Mm-hmm. Mm. Why you doing this time? Are you sticking to yourself? Are you, you know what I'm saying? Are you um, rolling with anybody? Like, what's 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 the day-to-day? You know what I'm saying? Or are you just writing, writing all day? No, no, I wasn't writing all day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wrote a whole lot, though, throughout that 11 years. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I'm CVL, you know what I'm saying? I'm Almighty Vice Lord, Joe. So anytime I go into the jails or the prisons or any anything, like, they already know that. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't know, I announce that. Mm-hmm. I let that be known. You know what I'm saying? Now, depending on how I'm finna rotate, that's gonna depend on what I see going on around here. You know what I'm saying? So if I get on the deck and that motherfucker's super bogus, ain't nobody in here rotating right. Yeah, Joe, I'm CVL, I'm almighty all well, Joe, but I ain't trying to kick it. You know what I'm saying? Don't slide on me, don't be talking about no no none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if if shit ain't right, I ain't participating, money. Okay, for sure. So so you touched this last time, man. What's what's different this time? You know what I'm saying? You mentioned, you know what I'm saying, all the other times you, you felt like you came out, you know what I'm saying? Um a better criminal so this time when you touch you know what i'm saying what do you change you know what i'm saying what do you change that that makes it easy to stay on course instead of, i'm just go back to that you know what i'm saying this this i know this you know what i'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm smarter than last time what, what keeps you from from crossing that line because really during 11 years i learned a lot of patience that's something i ain't never have at first you know what I'm saying? And right now, I don't got as much patience as I as I had when I came home. But that was something that I learned in there, though. So just knowing that, like, okay, I'm finna operate with patience. At first, I was never operating with no patience, right? So if I want to get from A to B, I got to go through the steps. At first, I was just trying to leap. I'm finna get there like this, get through, the, you know what I'm saying? Now I'm willing to take my time. Like, whatever the steps is, I gotta go through the steps. Even if the steps take 90 days to get to where I'm going, I know I'm gonna take my time and get there. And another thing, when I went to the joint for that 11 years, like three weeks before I went to prison, my triplets was born. You know what I'm saying? I had two girls that's identical and a boy that's fraternal. So I'm sitting in the joint the whole time, like, Damn, Joe, like, I just had three babies at one time, and I left them on the streets. You know what I'm saying? They out there without me, you feel me? They growing up on the south side of Chicago without no daddy. You know what I mean? Like, because of the support system I got, like, they was always good. You know what I mean? They mother took care of them good. My family always going to support whatever I got going on. So they always took care of them on top of whatever their mother was doing. But I wasn't there, though. And that was one of the things that really put it down to me, like, the change got to happen and it got to be solid, my nigga. Like, you can't never, ever go back, Joe. Like, it ain't no, it ain't nothing else to talk about. Like, you can't go back. So, everything you thought you wanted, everything that you want now, you got to work for it. You got to take them steps. You got to build. You got to go A, B, C, not just from A jump to z you know what i mean that's 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 the mind frame mm-hmm. that's really keeping me solid keeping me on course keeping me out here mm-hmm. and still talking about them blocks when so so when you touch is it a is it 
is it a blueprint and does it always involve music or is it some type of entrepreneurship like when you come home what's the blueprint what's the plan you know what i'm saying what's when you when you get everybody at the table what's what's the, what's the conversation like right see as far as with me like i was in it the whole time building this rich bound demo you know what i'm saying like this logo right here mm -hmm. i drew this in prison you know what i'm saying and segregation you feel me like I was drawing up the blueprint the whole time I was in prison for this for this uh this imprint. So when I came to the crib though, like bro, they was already bro was already doing his thing. Picasso Swag already going crazy on the music. You know what I'm saying? He going crazy with all the producers. You know what I mean? Everybody in the game. So it all just made sense. Like, okay, we was doing this for hobby at first. Like, let's make this business now. You know what I'm saying? So that I can have something to focus on, something tangible to focus on that's going to keep me free, Joe. Like, that was really the mind frame at first. And then we got into it like, yeah, this can be real lucrative, not just for us, but we can feed the whole family and everybody involved with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's been the mind frame since I touched, Joe. Okay. What What about, you know what I'm saying, what, what throughout this process, throughout your entire life, made you knew you could you could make money with music like what 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 was it like did everybody tell you anybody ever tell you had talent you was like this is well really it wasn't even at first when i was making music it was all just about like i said the therapy part of it. you know what i'm saying like i ain't even really think about money at first you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's only been since i've been home this time that i decided to incorporate the imprint Know what I mean, and take it to another level. Like, I'm learning everything there is to know about the music business. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the ins and outs. I ain't just rapping and making songs and dropping songs and dropping visuals. I'm learning how to register all my music. I'm learning about my target audience. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's different. So, you know, the business side makes more sense to me than just making the music. Did you? start with the business side all the way buttoned up like that like did you already have all that information was any of that uh, any part of that a learning process it's definitely a learning process i'm still learning right now you know what i'm saying it's just the click in my mind though the difference like a lot of the people that's out here running around in the music game whether they up big or just trying to come up like they don't really got no knowledge about the business a lot of the big, the biggest artists that signed to the biggest contracts that a lot of the people think got the most money, they know nothing about the business. So then when they start complaining about their record labels not doing X, Y, and Z, they start complaining about them not getting no royalties from this or that song, they don't understand the business. So I told myself, you know what, I'm finna learn the business. I know how to rap. Like, that shit easy. I know how to make songs like that shit easy. Let me learn this shit that everybody else act like they don't want to learn that everybody else got them complaining. About. Let me learn this shit. You know what I'm saying? So like that's why I'm in the position that I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I'm, I'm willing to learn that type of shit. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you say you've been building an imprint, you know what I'm saying, getting ready to come home, did that include a team? Like, was the team established as well before you before you touched, when you came home? No, when I came home, the team wasn't established already. It's just 
the thought of knowing that it gotta happen. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting back watching all the people in the game. Like, okay, I know this ain't just them. It's a lot of people behind them that's making all of this happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with me understanding that, I knew what had to be done. So that's why I'm building a team right now. So that's why I'm looking for everybody that want to participate in the build. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's what I'm on. For sure. Um, you mentioned writing, but if you could expand a little bit more uh, on your creative process, you know what I'm saying? When you create music, is it a vibe? Are you when you when you start creating? Are you immediately um, got your target audience in mind? Like this one for the club, this one for the for the uh, yeah. Lakeshore Drive, is that something you already have in mind or is it always a vibe? No, it's really like, I really just be letting the, the beats talk to me. And once I start, then I know who I'm writing for. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just really starting to get into that because at first I was doing everything selfishly. Mm. Like, and that's why a lot of artists just don't excel because they think the music is for them. Know what I mean? Like, they don't know that we making the music for the people. So that was one of my problems. Like, I'm being so selfish with the music that for one, I'm keeping it to myself because it's my therapy. I'm feeling like, okay, you know what? Even though this is a good song, I don't necessarily gotta let everybody hear it. Know what I'm saying? That was a mistake. Know what I mean? So I'm really starting to learn more and more and more about things like that. And a lot of artists just do that. Like. They make the songs, it's just for them. I'ma say what just make me feel good. I'ma say just what I like. And that ain't what real big artists do, so they make the songs for the people, so. Mm-hmm. That's dope, that's dope. And, and still talking about your creative process a little more, man. Do, when you, in the in the studio, is it <clears throat> is it just a private thing? Is it a, a, a a team affair, you know what I'm saying? Do you have, you know what I'm saying, getting uh, media input right there on the spot? What's it like actually in the studio, Mr. Rick? Well, really, when I'm in the studio, it really ain't private, you know what I'm saying? Because it's most likely going to be some other people in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's only been a couple studio sessions I've had with me and the producer myself. I mean, the majority of the time is going to be a lot of people in there. But me personally, though, I don't even like to share my songs. Like, I don't like to share my lyrics. None of that Like I don't rap my lyrics out loud Until I go into the booth So If the beat playing out loud And let's say me and bro On a song together And we both walking around You know what I'm saying I'm writing my lyrics in my head I ain't writing my, I ain't rapping my lyrics out loud Don't nobody know What I'm finna say You know what I'm saying Until I get in there So I ain't really getting no input Or none of that They can give me some input After they hit I might change it If it's some great input Mm-hmm Having a mindset like that, how do you go about, you know what I'm saying, working with other artists? Is it, you know what I'm saying, you try to work with more artists that's already on the team? Or or if not, how do you go about working with artists who may not be on the team? Or is that something you even do? I mean, I will. I will do that. I will work with other artists in situations like that, though. Like, I done been in the studio with other artists before. And in situations like that, I really just want to talk about what the direction we going with the song, you know what I'm saying? Like, what direction we going with this? Like, once we got all that put together, then I'm gonna say what I wanna say, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get to my part, you feel me? I don't really gotta talk, I don't really gotta talk to whoever in the studio with me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we in Chicago, man, and, and 
you know what I'm saying, with the, with the type of stuff you've been through, you know what I'm saying, that's the type of life that people lie about, you know what I'm saying, to try to get, you know what I'm saying, clicks and views and stuff like that. Why don't you just, you know what I'm saying, take the on the 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 what's going what's popping, the drill, you know what I'm saying, the the fitting all, the fitting all, the the kill, kill, kill. Why you don't just go that route, you know what I'm saying? When you you I'm pretty sure you validated, you know what I'm saying, if you wanted to, you know what I'm saying? Because for me, it's so real to me. You know what I'm saying? Like that life ain't ain't really something I wanna glorify because it ain't never really did nothing good for me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you talking about the drill music and all that, like, sometimes I hear it and it might be a good song. I like it. But when it comes to me jumping in the studio, I ain't going to never go in there and do no drill music because I really did that shit for real. You know what I'm saying? I did that shit for real, and it ain't really entertaining to me. Like, me telling you about it don't entertain me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really be the people on my team be telling me that I got to talk more about everything that I've been through when it comes to interviews like this because I don't even be really want to tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't really comfortable with telling people I did six and a half years. I was only home 15 months, went back and did a year and a half. Home for seven months, went back and did 11 years. Like, my team had to push me to be comfortable enough to talk about that, Joe. Like, that ain't really something I want to glorify. I don't really come into... No relationship talking to nobody and tell them, like, about me going to jail. You know what I'm saying? About how I used to hunt niggas for a living. Like, I don't, I don't talk about that shit. So, when it comes to the music, I don't feel like it's nothing I need to glorify with that neither, though. Because so, I can get you in a vibe. I can put you in a vibe without it. You know what I'm saying? I can put you on Lake Shore. Goddamn, you got your blunt rolled up. You already in your vibe. I can get you there. Without telling you all the shit I did, you know what I'm saying? All the shit that I will do. So, you know, I don't got no problem with whoever do do it. It just ain't my thing. Mm. Man, you know what I want? I meant to ask you back when we was talking about the you coming back home. Yeah. How, how do you go from, you know what I'm saying, in, in some situations while you was locked up being locked down, you know what I'm saying, to now having to be in rooms with multiple people, being on stage with hundreds of people looking at you, like, is that something you have to adjust to? And if you did, how did you, you know what I'm saying, how do you how you go from being isolated by yourself, you That's know what I'm saying, yeah. to being in a room full of personalities that you got to network with? That's a great question, man, because I was actually having a conversation with my old G, and I was sitting in the crib by myself one day, and I was talking to my mama, and she was like, you ain't lonely? I was like... I be lonely when I be around a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? But when I be by myself, I don't be lonely, though. You know what I'm saying? When I'm by myself, I ain't never bored. You feel me? Like, ain't no such thing as being bored when I'm alone. I'm too creative for that. But when I'm around a whole lot of people, though, I ain't really always comfortable. But I knew because of the profession that I was choosing that that was something that I was going to have to be comfortable with. So it was really like, you got to do it type shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to get in there. You got to get comfortable with it. Even if you ain't, you got to look like you is. So a lot of the times, that's what it be for me. I'll be looking like I'm comfortable when I'm not. Mm -hmm. and, and how do you, you know what I'm saying? Because I done seen you on stage. So how do you, you know what I'm saying? How did the comfort on stage, you know what I'm saying? How did that, how did you evolve to that? Well... The, the comfort on stage, I'm really just getting more comfortable with that with the more performances I do. You know what I'm saying? 
and I'm really starting to, to look the people in the eyes when I perform because I notice that a lot of people hear you more when you're looking at them, you know what I'm saying? So if you just on the stage and you rapping your song and you looking out into the crowd but you ain't making no eye contact with nobody in the crowd, they might not even hear you, Joe. But when you looking right at them though and you saying them exact same words, they hear every word you say. So, you know, I'm just starting to learn different things when it comes to the performances that's getting me together, that's all. Okay, okay. So, what I, I what I notice about how you carry yourself, man, like everybody in your team, everybody in your circles, they got something going on, you know what I'm saying? They got they, if it's not music, you know what I'm saying, they got their own businesses, you know what I'm saying? I saw a bro cutting your head earlier, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, every, definitely, everybody definitely. got something going on. What chose, What made you choose to be around people like that instead of, you know what I'm saying, having people that's just focused on pushing you, you know what I'm saying? What? Why, why have people like that around you? Because I really just realized, man, I really recognize is the word I really meant to use. I recognize that iron shop is iron, you know what I'm saying? So even if it ain't about the same business, like just having business-minded people around me is going to get me better to a better place then. Just having people around me that I got to teach everything to or things like that. I want to learn from people. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to learn from the people that's around me. So that's why I rotate with the people that I do. Do you have a manager and how do you go about managing your career? Like, what's the what's the career plan for your, for, <clears throat> for your music? <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, right now, I'm really, really... Uh, looking for looking for a solid solid manager you know what i'm saying like it's a lot of people that we didn't had around you know what i mean but for the most part i really manage myself and my sister chemistry you know what i'm saying she helped manage me you know what i mean she just took on that role you know i mean that's a big role for her, so you know it's something that i'm definitely out the aa with still it ain't something i can just Act like I ain't got no more, nothing to do no more. You know what I'm saying? So I'm basically still managing myself along with the chemistry. And, and the only reason I ask you that is because you stay busy. You know what I'm saying? You stay busy. I see you out of town. You know what I'm saying? Different. You know what I'm saying? Out of town, different places, doing different things. And that's yeah. all you. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I be locking in, so you know what I'm saying? I be tapping in with people. Feel me? Like I hit somebody up in Texas. Cause you carry, you look like you got a manager. It look like you got a manager yeah. or a label or something behind you. Yeah, so I hit somebody up in Texas. I hit somebody up in New York. They be like, man, we doing X, Y, and Z. I hit chemistry up, hit the people up on the team. Let them know we finna get up out of here, Joe. We finna slide. For sure. And, and I'm pretty sure that's, that's all like part of the budget. So get more into that. I want to know about, you know what I'm saying, more directly investing into your music. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't gotta put a number on it, but is investing in? Do you invest in, in projects and singles and stuff like that, or do you just promote yourself as an artist? No, no. See, really, it ain't about me as an artist. Like, I understand that this right here is more important than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Mr. Richbound, the artist, but Richbound Entertainment is more important than I am. So. My mind frame is if don't nobody never hear my songs, if don't nobody never hear my music, 
Richbound Entertainment gonna look like Def Jam 20 years from now. I'm saying you're gonna see this, you're gonna see this symbol, you're gonna see this name. It's gonna be like the same when you see Def Jam or Sony. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel about it, Joe. So it ain't really about me. I don't really promote myself, I promote the brand. Mm -hmm. That's dope. That's dope. Um when you when you promoting a brand, you know what I'm saying, are do you consider it like you are are you like selling a brand to, to for a, a label or major? What's the is it major independent? What's the what's the goal for the overall brand? No, I'm really I'm really not trying to goddamn it uh get no deals or none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like this right here, I carry this myself. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't looking for no help or none of that. So when I say I'm promoting the brand, like you see the type of people that I move around with, like they represent the brand. So when I promote the brand, anytime this brand blow up, everybody you see around me gonna blow up. Whatever they doing, you know what I'm saying? Whether they doing interviews, whether they doing photography, whether they doing fitness, it's all gonna blow up all at one time, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean about I'm promoting the brand. We got rich bound models. Like I promote it all as a whole. Mm -hmm. That's dope. Getting back to the music a little bit, man. How do you go about pushing a single? Is it is it a uh do you have a, a listening a listening event, you know what I'm saying, with your with your close people? How do you how do you choose what single I'm gonna put out or, or how I'm gonna put out a project? How what goes into that? I'm really a little selfish when it comes to that too though, like So you just put the track list on the table. Yeah, like 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 I already be pre-picking the singles, you know what I'm saying? Like my next single finna come out September the 22nd. That's gonna be Ride Slow. Like, I already been picked that already before the first single came out for this album. So I already knew Ride Slow was gonna be the third single. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's gonna be like, I'm thinking about one or maybe two more singles before I drop the whole album. Mm -hmm. when, when you drop an album, do you, is there any significance into the time you drop them or is that just when you feel like the the work is is ready to be released yeah i'm really hard on myself though so it's just about when i feel like the work ready you know what i'm saying like i don't got no date right now for the album and i make the date for each single after the last single drop i ain't already got the dates already you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like i do that because like i be want to see the traction of the last single like see what's going on like soon as the numbers start to act like they want to fade a little bit it's time to bring that new single through you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like my last single went crazy that joined at like twenty-seven thousand streams already like on one platform on spotify like ten thousand streams on apple music like that joint going up so mm -hmm. my first single ain't do that ain't do that do them numbers like that mm -hmm. that's dope man that's dope when you see things like that like the 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 streams do does that does that motivate you or does that is a reinsurance like i know i can do that and, and it's you, definitely motivation though because i'm looking at the analytics and looking at all the numbers like it's people all overseas and all the countries in the world listening to my music bro so like that's real motivation like it's probably a lot of artists out here that got traction like that and don't even know because a lot of people don't even know where to go to to see them numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I be posting my numbers up on my Instagram. I post like 
5,000 screens, 10,000 screens, 15, like a lot of artists is in my inbox like, man, bro, where you get that from? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Joe, that's sad. That's real sad. They don't even know where to get these numbers from and they entitled to these numbers. Like mm -hmm. these ain't no numbers that I'm getting in secret. Like they can see this shit too. You know what I'm saying? Speaking on other artists, what's what's your opinion on on we just talk about Chicago? What's your opinion on the on the uh, music landscape? Oh man, I'm gonna need you to uh, elaborate on that question, Joe, before I go off the the scale with it. Uh, just just I I would I I would like for you to elaborate and go off the scale with it, but to break it down more, just just your opinion on what you see. You know what I'm saying? Is it you know what I'm saying? Is it is it oversaturated? Is it a lot of wave stuff going on? You know what I'm saying? What's what's your opinion on when you take a look at the overall music industry in Chicago right now? In my opinion, the music industry in Chicago is like probably the worst right now. It's the worst. Like everywhere I go, I see a better independent music industry than we got here in Chicago. It's unbelievable, so. What's the difference? Like, Chicago don't got no unity. Like, we already know that because of how people running around the streets already. Mm -hmm. But as far as the music industry is concerned, like, it still ain't none. Like, it ain't no go-to man, no go-to woman. It ain't nobody to say, like, this person or that person is what's up. Y'all got to get on him. Y'all got to watch this. Y'all got to watch that. Like, Chicago don't got nobody like that. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody that nobody gonna really listen to like when this person say that man this person right here is the next thing coming to the next y'all need to pay attention like it ain't nobody here like that so. mm -hmm. and when they do get that that, that put on be from somebody coming from out of town yeah you know saying, doing something put them on for real does that affect how you work with other artists in the chicago it do because like i understand the game but a lot of uh, turn me off as an artist but i'm a businessman too though so that's why i be have to understand that i can't always be turned off like that you know what i'm saying like a lot of the artists is here like they just act too fake like they do they do too much fake shit. you know what i'm saying like they let their managers jag them out of great collaborations you know what i'm saying jag them out of great contracts they don't even be knowing, you know what I'm saying? They managers be behind the scene doing super duper stupid shit. And that just be going on here in Chicago. Not saying that it don't go on nowhere else. But it's terrible here though. Mm -hmm. Still still talking about the uh, music industry. And if you could, um, I'll, if you could give me a comparison too from here and out of town about um, promoters and the slot giveaways and um, and uh, stuff like that is that is that real? Is that something you participate in? Is that like me personally? I ain't I don't participate in no slot giveaways. Like you come you come perform at this show, and if you win, you get a slot to open up for Woo Out the Bam. Not period. Not never. I ain't never participating in that. Like you see it here in Chicago so much, right? They be like, man, look. You perform at this show, you perform at this show, then you get a chance to open up for Wat the Bam somewhere else. But then you don't never see no footage of that show. I always you know that. what I'm saying? What 
What happened? You don't never see him in the slot. Yeah, you don't never see him goddamn opening up for G Herbo or goddamn who out the band. Like, that shit don't never happen. But you steady seeing goofy motherfucking artists in the city, steady participating in these foolery ass shows. Like, me, not never. Like, I ain't going. Yeah, for sure. Like, I ain't finna participate in no, uh, you open up for G Herbo slot. Like, I'll just go book G Herbo. Like, you niggas gotta get some money. Mm -hmm. Like, if you niggas get some money, Y'all to stop doing that stupid shit. Y'all to stop goddamn it. Oh man, let me goddamn participate in this show so I can open up for G Herbo. No, nigga, go book G Herbo and put a show together and get some more goofy motherfuckers to, to open up for G Herbo and get them to pay you. Like, that shit is stupid, my nigga. And that's the mindset you always had, or did you do some slot giveaways? And I'm like, man, I ain't. No, I ain't never did no really. slot giveaways. Like, I ain't never did that shit. Like, mm -hmm. I always, from the beginning, like, I ain't participating in that. Mm -hmm. Like, that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I already knew the, the game. Like I can see it from a mile away, so. Mm. With you knowing the game and 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 having building been building this brand for so long, are you accept? Are do you accept? You know what I'm saying? If somebody from the team come to you with, you know what I'm saying, it's something that may be like constructive criticism, like can somebody come to you with like a, we got we might need to go this way instead of that way? You know what I'm saying? Is that something that that, that can be done? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm open for constructive criticism for sure. Like I don't ever mind that from nobody on the team. Mm -hmm. And is it is it like that for you? Like when you hear my hear Picasso music, like bro, you might have to you know what I'm saying do this instead of that. You know what I'm saying? Or is it like just go crazy? Y'all don't really gotta uh, criticize bro shit that much. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he go nuts like down there all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I don't really gotta say shit to that nigga. We in Chicago, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know it's it's. The guns, gangs, all that shit, drugs, reality. You know what I'm saying. So, do you feel comfortable when you out of town? Like, do you? How do you move? Like, when you go to these other towns and you meet with somebody that you might, you know what I'm saying, got up with Insta on, got up with up on Instagram. Like, how do you? How do you move? Do you feel comfortable? You know what I'm saying? Do you be like this business? If it's my time, it's my time. You know what I'm saying? How do you? It depends. Like, it depends on what where we go. You know what I'm saying? And who I'm dealing with, but. I'm always moving with confidence, you know what I'm saying? I move with confidence and I got a shield around me, Joe. So, so I don't really be worried about nobody, nowhere, wherever I go. Like, not that I'm just so tough, but I ain't bringing that type of energy. Like, even here in Chicago, I ain't worried about nobody. Not because I'm just the toughest motherfucker because I don't even get down like that no more. But just because I don't attract that type of energy. Don't no bullshit come my way. Like. It's probably six, seven hundred motherfuckers died in Chicago this year. I ain't see none of them. I ain't see nobody die. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't the type of energy I'm attracting, so I don't even be around that shit. So when I go OT, I don't be worrying about nothing, Joe. Like, depending on where I go, I might be super duper comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Somewhere like San Diego or something. I be, I be having my flip-flops on in San Diego, Joe. I be feeling real good out there. I ain't gonna lie to you. So, so we talked on the landscape of the, of, the, of, the, of the music industry in Chicago, and you move around quite frankly, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, you like kicking up in San Diego. Do you ever consider, you know what I'm saying, relocating and be like, you know, do you ever feel like that's a better move for your career, or if not, why not? Like, is that, or is that something that you, you contemplate? Yeah, I had contemplated it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I thought about it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? It's a fruit spots on the, on the radar right now. That I'm looking at, like, I'ma always have a home here in Chicago. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? But 
I'm definitely thinking about going to grab me some somewhere else, though. Mm-hmm. When when you out of town, is it strictly business, or are you also, you know, what I'm saying, trying to link with other artists, trying trying to find other opportunities or what, or is it just business at hand? No, it'd be more business, but you know, I'd like to make sure everybody with me have fun too when we be out there. I don't want to just saying like it's just all work. You know what I'm saying? So like we went to New York, like we went to the strip club four nights in a row. The exact same strip club, four nights straight. And that shit was cracking. Like everybody on the team had fun in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like just in New York, I spent 32000 That's what I was just going to say. Four you know nights saying? in a row. Yeah. I went to the strip club four nights in a row in Miami. That fourth night, I was like, yo, I don't even want to go, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> No bullshit. We spent 32 bands out there. We was in New York riding 2023 Escalade truck, Extendo joint. We had the 2022 uh, 22 Maserati, white with the red guts. You know what I'm saying? The Airbnb we stayed in was seven and a half bands. Damn. Like, we was out there living good, my nigga. And that shit was an amazing time. Man. Yeah, buddy. You got, you, got, you got artists watching this, you know what I'm saying? You got creators watching this, entrepreneurs. What advice do you have somebody who want to be in your position? Man, get y'all credit right. Get y'all credit together. Look, I got nine felonies, right? So, my name don't even exist. Like, this the only thing that matters to me. And this company credit is way better than my personal credit. So my advice is get y'all credit together, Joe. Mm-hmm. If y'all rapping, make sure y'all incorporated. Make sure y'all music is registered. Don't be running around paying people to play y'all music on the radio and y'all shit ain't even registered for radio play. So when they play it on the radio, y'all ain't gonna get no money back. Like start registering y'all music right. Make sure y'all got song trust accounts. All that good, great shit. Do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I recommend, so. What's your favorite part, you know what I'm saying, out of the entire process from writing to going to the studio, from going on stage to networking to features? What's your favorite part? Interviews? What's your favorite part of the whole process? I think my favorite part is becoming recording the music because I can honestly say I'm just not starting to learn how to record music. As many songs as I got, as many songs as I done recorded, I'm just not starting to learn how to record songs, so and how do you, that's becoming my favorite process. How, how do you learn how to record songs at this point? Because I'm really starting to just become more of a student. Like, I thought I was a student at first, but I really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when I'm listening to a whole lot of music from back in the day to right now, I'm understanding pauses, I'm understanding breath control, I'm understanding all that type of shit. So. It's different now. Like, at first, I felt like I was just making songs. Now I feel like I'm making music. So, mm-hmm. you mentioned being a student. Who, who some of the teachers? Who, who listen to? Who some of the teachers? Oh man, my favorite number one all all time is DMX. So, like DMX, that's my dog. Joe, rest in peace to DMX. So, like a lot of my uh, a lot of the people I listened to was from the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with X. I fuck with J. I'm saying Jay the Kiss. You know what I'm saying? A lot of them niggas like from the city, I fuck with Common, Twister, 
do or die, crucial conflict. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Fuck with all them for sure. Um, I meant to ask you this question back when we was talking about the drill music. What's your opinion on uh, I don't know I don't know if you're familiar, but with female artists doing drill music? Like I said about earlier about the drill, I don't really mind nobody doing the drill music, right? But a lot of the females though doing the drill music, like I go back to this when I say the reason why I don't do it. Like I don't do it because it's just so real to me. Like I was doing that shit before they called it drill. Like it's just so real to me that I don't really want to participate when I go into the stool. Like that ain't therapeutic to talk about the shit, the reason why I need therapy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. So a lot of the times when I be looking at the, the females do it, I be like, damn, Joe, like you ain't really shoot nobody in the face. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really got no blinky. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't really riding around like that. Like why is you talking about that? You know what I'm saying? Like why you can't talk about something else? And I don't want to hear about you selling your pussy or none of that type of shit either. You feel me? Like. Tell me something different, you feel me? Like Queen Latifah, MC Light. They used to go crazy back then. So like they had some real substance to their content. Like, I don't wanna hear that bullshit. <clears throat> Speaking of substance with the content, I wanna ask you, um, you mentioned uh, your children. Do you are you conscious what you put in your music, knowing that your children, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they fans of their father, you know what I'm saying? Is that something that you constantly when you when you create music or do you, you know what I'm saying, um uh uh control, censor what music they can hear from you at what age, at what time, or what's that like? No, 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 really when I write my music, I don't really uh think about whether they can listen to it or not. You know what I'm saying? Because I got triplets, right? Mm -hmm. But it's only three of them. And there's seven billion people in the world. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't making my songs for them. Like, they don't got to never listen to them as far as I'm concerned. You feel me? But if they do, though, that's just what they end up doing. Like, they already listen to the drills and all that. So ain't nothing I'm saying in my shit going to be no worse. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I ain't even saying all that shit in my song. So mm -hmm. they can up. listen to all my music. So earlier I asked you what's your favorite part of, about the whole entire process. If you could take one thing away from from everything you do, from from networking with, with random people, from janky promoters, uh, to to switching producers, what's your least favorite part about the entire process? Ooh, my least favorite part is the producers. That's my least favorite part about this game. So, and I'm gonna tell you why, because a lot of them is so lazy, my nigga. Like, what I was just saying about I'm just not really learning how to record. Like, a lot of them producers are sitting there and know that shit don't sound right. But you paid them to be here. You know what I'm saying? You paid your studio time, whatever the case may be. They just going to keep clicking that motherfucker. All right, you ready? You ready? All right, cut. All right, you done? And they just going to mix that motherfucker right quick and get you up out of there, right? But when you look at the motherfuckers at the top of the game, the motherfuckers that got the best producers on their tracks and all that, they sitting in and take their time on every song, on every single song. But you got the producers today, they got the studio set up, they might whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they just taking studio time money from people. 
and they ain't really laying the tracks down right they ain't giving them no good mixes they ain't really got no good air a lot of motherfuckers don't so that's my least favorite part of this shit for real what goes into you know what I'm saying what are you looking for when, when you when you start working with somebody like what kind of traits what type of features what type of vibes that might even turn you away from working with somebody and you can even using you know what I'm saying picking your team up for an example like what did you see in, in a certain person you know what I'm saying but like that's you know I can trust them I'll be looking for drive and I'll be looking for that characteristic in the people in a person where I know they ain't gonna give up if shit get hard know what i'm saying like that's real important to me because if everything i done been through i could have been gave up you know what i'm saying everything that i done endured i could have been said fuck it man i'm through with this shit man i give up man but no i keep on pushing joe so i demand that out of anybody i'm working with i need to see that in them i need to know that they gonna keep on pushing when shit get rough joe who would you say you make music for well, initially, I was just making it for myself, you know? Like, I was saying it was just therapy for me, for, but now I'm making it for the people, though. Mm-hmm. You just say everybody when you say people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I ain't gonna say everybody, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody can't vibe with my music, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I make it for the people that don't want to always be jumping around all the time, you know what I'm saying? Because my shit just be real mellow, real smooth, you know what I'm saying? You can ride to it, so... It just puts you in a different type of vibe, you feel me? So I make music for those type of people, like the smokers, Joe. That's what I'm finna start. I'm finna start targeting the smokers. I'm surprised you haven't. You know stay rolling that shit <laughs> up. What, though? I stay prilling up. I'm finna start targeting the smokers, man. That's why I make my music. That's why my shit sound like that, because I smoke weed all day. For sure, for sure. So before you go, man, let's just talk about what's currently going on. If we look up Mr. Rich Brown, Rich Brown ENT, what we gonna see, what's going on, who around you, what they got pushing. Oh man, if you look up Rich Brown ENT right now, you gonna see me going crazy. Got the single coming out, Ride Slow, September 22nd. The people been asking for it. My people been asking for it because they the only ones that heard it. And I've been holding it to my chest, like, nah, I'm gonna keep it, I ain't gonna let nobody hit. But I'm like, fuck it, I'm finna give it to y'all. So September the 22nd, y'all can hide that, Joe. That's for me to y'all, you know what I'm saying? And y'all can catch me and bro working on our project called Rich Brothers. Me and Picasso Swag, we're going crazy, you know what I'm saying? We got, goddammit, Fitness Guru, Booty Cakes, LLC on location. Know what I'm saying? So any of y'all need to get y'all packs right, need to get y'all body together, go on tap in with her. We got Kata Todd on deck, he taking the photos. We got MMT Breezy on location, know what I'm saying? He the A&R. We got chemistry, y'all can hit up for all things Richbound ENT. Like, we working, we working, man. For sure. So, and I, you can definitely see it, man. If you stand next to you, you're going to see the work going on, man. So, I definitely yeah. appreciate you making the time. I, I said it on your way in. Like, I you came in on a Saturday. I ain't never think that was the day you was going to hit me up on a Saturday. Oh, shit, fuck it. Let's go. No doubt. No doubt. But definitely, man. You know, it's an open door policy. You know where to find me, man. Appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you having me, Joe. Make sure y'all check out that in the booth. Check out that in the no description. Doubt, no doubt. We finna ride minute. slow for y'all one time. Gang.